All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to seven, and 25-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler and my most recent book published by Zondervan, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. I would love for you to go check that out at uh, your favorite bookseller. Um, could be Amazon. I always love supporting small businesses. So if you have a local bookstore, you can um, go and uh, buy that from. I, I'm sure they would greatly appreciate it. Um, thank you all for the reviews that you've left and um, just your amazing positive feedback. And also, thank you all for listening to the podcast. It's been growing like crazy. We're getting close to 600,000 downloads and I couldn't do it with to, could not do it without you, my faithful listeners. So thank you for listening and thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends. So um, we are just, just going to dive into part two of Adventuring Together. If you missed the previous episode, um, I have had Greta Eskridge on with me who wrote the book. Um, wow, my, my brain just went, woo! Um, <laughs> adventuring together and uh, I love this whole concept and I'm really excited about having her here today um, just to give you a quick little intro um, or bio as they say um, she is a second generation homeschooler a writer a speaker a porn fighter and an adventurer she's the mom of four kids ages 10 to 17 and she is married to Aaron who is an artist for 23 years now I'm just really curious Greta uh, first of all welcome and I want to know what kind of artist is your husband what does he do he um, his day job is uh, he's a creative director for an educational toy company so he um, art directs all of their new products that they create um, everything from the toy itself to the packaging to branding design he oversees all of it wow. um, he's also um, an illustrator and a painter and um, a designer so he paints uh, at night big paintings in our garage which is also his studio and he sells his paintings in um, some galleries and then does a lot of private commissions um, wow so yeah he can he can kind of do all art it's um that, that's amazing yeah i'm a little jealous not gonna lie <laughs> all, <laughs> all of our kids are amazing artists and i'm literally like by the time they're five they're all like mom it's okay you you don't have to draw us anything. We can do it ourselves. <laughs> I love that. That would be me too. I'm right there with you, but I'm going to say you are an artist of words. Okay. <laughs> can we say I that? Say too. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking there are all different kinds of art and my art is not visual art. It is definitely art with words. I love it. I love it. Okay. So on our last podcast, uh, we talked about what inspired your, um, you to write the book adventuring together. And we talked about how the importance of connection, um, how important it is to build relationships. And you had shared building relationships with, um, not just other people and with each other, but with, um, with our learning. And I just thought that was, was so awesome because it really is like all about it we want our kids to be invested in whatever they're doing, whether it's a relationship with the person or whether it's a relationship with what they're doing, the work of their hands and, um, you know, their ideas and things like that. So I love that. We talked about um, why adventure is such a powerful tool for creating connection um, 
And then I love that last question, which was, can you still adventure if your kids are with your kids, if you aren't outdoorsy? And we talked about the myriad of adventures you can have besides peeing in the woods. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Which I absolutely loved. And so let's go on to the next question about what about when things go wrong on adventures? Because that's kind of, you know, I think. Uh, I'm like this. I tend to envision this almost like, um, oh, just this perfect view of, of just picture of what this is going to, you know, butterflies and the birds chirping and we're out hiking and it's just, everything is wonderful. And then it's not. Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of my favorite chapters to write in the book, um, talking about misadventure. And I really think that, um, many of us are exactly like you described. We plan an adventure, be it big or small. And we mm-hmm. have this, this vision of what it's going to look like. And then inevitably, because we're adventuring with our kids, <laughs> things go wrong, right? Things don't go according to plan. And um, sometimes it could be something as you know small as you forgot a kid's snack or they wore the wrong shoes to something bigger that's outside of, you know, your uh, control or your family, like the weather turned bad or you got lost Mm -hmm. or reservations got canceled, whatever it is, misadventures happen. And um, what I learned was that misadventures provide incredible opportunity for multiple kinds of growing connection. Um, Mm. It allows us to connect with God because that is a perfect moment for you, mom, or for the kids to say, we need to stop and pray. Mm -hmm. And um, we need God to come in right here with us in this moment. We need to invite him into this misadventure to give us patience, to give us peace, to give us a sense of humor, um, to give us grace for one another, whatever we need, we need to invite him in and ask him to provide those things that we need right now. Um, Mm -hmm. so it allows for, for connection with God. It allows for connection with each other because you're going to have to rely on each other. Um, in a moment when things are going wrong. It also even allows for connection after the fact, because you're going to look back on that moment later. It might be days, it might be years and laugh because the things that go wrong often make the best stories. And in fact, one of the things we say as a family is it will make a great story later. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds us to in the moment, to, like when we want to freak out or stress out or be irritable or whatever it is to, to stop and to have a vision for, okay, we're going to get through this. And later on, it's going to be a great story. And so it even allows for connection years later when you remember, oh, you know, that time when mom um, forgot so-and-so and and such and such, and this is what happened. And then we all laugh about it. So misadventures are wonderful tools for um, some really meaningful connections to come out of them. And um, it just, you just have to get through it. But when you, when you do, there's just some great fruit. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that you say this because years ago, um, I used to, excuse me, listen to Gary Smalley 
And this was kind of in our pre-marital, early marriage years. And one of the things he talked about was, you know, he talked about the family vacations. He uh-huh. talked about how, you know, the camper would, would you know, get a flat tire in the middle of Nevada, in the middle of nowhere. And, yeah. um, you know, everybody's yelling at each other. And, you know, it went downhill really quickly. And then they just, you know, uh, they pull together and they overcome the problem. And three weeks later, everyone's laughing about it. Yes. And so our daughter... Um, and her husband went, actually, we, we had, we, they actually went through the same thing because they, they, they loved, um, my daughter loved what she had heard from us so much. She wanted to go through that same series with her husband, even though it was an old series, Mm -hmm. um, as part of their premarital counseling. And so they, they've got that ingrained in them too. And they've been married, um, almost nine years. And so whenever they're going through something really difficult, they just look at each other and they go three weeks, baby, three weeks. <laughs> but it's so true. Those are the best stories. And I can tell you as a mom who's, you know, down the road, most of the kids out of the house, when our kids get together and we're sitting around the fire pit or the dinner table, I mean, I love sitting back and listening to them howl. I mean, they laugh, belly laughed. Tears running down their faces as they're (laughs) recounting all their adventures together. And I think if they had all been in school completely separate from each other, Mm. hours and hours and hours, days and months and weeks and years, um, this wouldn't have happened or there wouldn't be nearly as much material for sure when we get together, you know. So exactly. You're absolutely spot on. Um, Those are the moments that um, also require like, you know, for us to dig deep down inside Mm -hmm. and say, okay, um, how can we handle this in a way that, you know, we're not barking at each other and we're not, you know, we can hit the pause button. Like you said, ask the Lord for wisdom and watch him provide. I mean, so many opportunities there. And uh, um, so that's just, that is just fantastic. So now, this is a this is a great question. I love this. Convincing uh, young kids to adventure doesn't actually usually sound too difficult because little kids are just by nature they're adventuresome. Yeah. What about those teens? You know, <laughs> sometimes it can be so hard. They have other ideas about what they want to do and opinions. Um, so mm-hmm. tell us about that. Well, I think that um, there's a couple different important things to remember. One, if you are fortunate enough to have, um, you know, be just starting out and you have little kids, you can cultivate a culture of adventure in your family. And uh, you do that by just regularly engaging in adventure um, so that it becomes the norm. This is what we do Mm -hmm. together. And Mm -hmm. um, that becomes the culture of your family so that when your kids reach the teen years, it's not like they're all of a sudden um, thrust into this and they're kind of reeling and like, wait, we've never done right. this before. We're doing this now. This is so weird. I'm uncomfortable. They're just like, oh, this is what we always do. Um, but if your kids are, are, it's new to your kids um, and their teens, then that their reaction understandably might be like, we've never gone camping parents. <laughs> right. Right. This is weird. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. Uh, I have to like sit with you and talk for days and not have my <laughs> phone and I don't even know how to do it. Um, and, and so we need to have compassion on them and, and grace for them, um, and, and ease them into it. But I, mm-hmm. I don't think we have to just say, 
it's too late. We can't do this with our kids. Right, we need, right. They are going to reject it or they have rejected it. So therefore we won't do it. Um, right. Instead, we need to say, how can we make it uh, um, make this appealing to them? And I think for a lot of um, teens, especially, you could start by saying, hey, do you want to bring a friend? Because that makes them feel like, uh, they have somebody to join them on the adventure. They have mm. somebody to take the pressure off. So it's not just parents focusing on them. Um, and, and we don't have to, to think that family time is lost simply because they bring a friend. That means it's not family time. I mean, right. you're just showing, Hey, we want to, um, bring other people into our family and we want to make this something that that you are excited to be part of. And it's right. so cool and it's so exciting that your friend wants to come and your friend gets to come. Um, just sort of letting them take baby steps into adventure. Right. A wonderful way to get your team um, more on board. And then of right. course, also just saying, what are you interested in doing? What yes. kind of adventure sound fun to you? Letting yeah. them have a voice. And, mm -hmm. and the cool thing about that, I think, is that they're probably going to challenge you um, because they're going to say something that you might be like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to do that. But you, you then have to step up and do the same thing you're inviting them to do. You have to be willing to adventure with them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that could be intentional or unintentional. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe they're hoping yeah. you'll say no. <laughs> But I love it. It is. It's baby steps. And it's um, that whole idea of inviting them into the conversation. This is something I talk about a lot when it comes to teens, whether it's adventuring together or whether it's their education and deciding how they're going to, you know, meet their high school credits, make them part of the process. I think that's just so important. So I love that you tied that into this as well. All right. So how, this is a great question. How do you make adventuring a part of your homeschool days? Hmm. Well, um, uh, on our first episode where we, we talked about kind of my vision of, of what homeschooling would be like when I had kids, because I was homeschooled myself and, um, there were many aspects of it that I absolutely loved. In fact, I had decided by the time I was probably 14 that when I had kids, I would homeschool. I met my husband to be when I was um, 17. And um, on one of our, our very first dates, I was 18 by then. I told him, uh, you know, I'm really, really passionate about homeschooling. And when I have kids someday, I will, I plan to homeschool them. So if you're not okay with homeschooling, <laughs> then probably we shouldn't keep dating. <laughs> so I, I knew it had, like I was going to do this. So I had a vision for homeschooling from the time I was pretty young. And part of that was that I wanted to make um, learning um, an adventure, meaning I wanted to take it outside of the four walls of our home. Right. Um, and so for, for us, what that has has looked like for the past almost 13 years now is that we actually um, have a, a group that we homeschool with. We meet once a week. We call ourselves Adventure Club and we, um, we learn through adventuring. We hike. Uh, typically, that's one of our most favorite activities, but we also um, we visit tide pools. We go to museums. We take um, 
you know, classes together. We have a book club where we adventure through books that we're reading together. So we have actually a dedicated um, whole day where our learning takes place outside of our home and with the company of, of our fellow adventurers. Right. Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, is that something you talk about in the book? Yes. I talk okay. about how to start your own adventure club, whether it's um, something that you do as part of your school day, like we've chosen to do, mm -hmm. or it's something that you do in addition, like you meet once a week or once a month on a weekend, or, um, you know, you plan a book. It's just a book club that your kids do. Right. Um, multiple ways you could approach it but kind of what that looks like, how you could start your own. Because I think like, it's so great to not, adventures don't, like I said before, they don't just connect us as a family, which I think that's critically important. But we also have to recognize like our whole point of raising kids is to get them to go out of the right. home. Right. And, and so they need to learn how to connect with other people and to, to make real life meaningful connections with um with friends and then one day with spouses and their own families and so that training needs to happen and and i was talking to my kids just the other day about their friends that they adventure with every week and how fortunate they are because they have had the opportunity to create these incredible memories and real life connections with their friends because they're not on screens when they're together. Mm -hmm. They're not texting each other while they sit next to each other. They're not connecting um, through a video game or on you know, some social media app like TikTok. They're actually literally climbing trees together or looking, right. finding snakes and hiking, walking side by side and really <laughs> talking to each other. And so mm -hmm. the, I think that that that's a really powerful and important gift we need to give to our kids to learn how to make real life connections, not just as a family, but also with other people. So the adventure club provides a place for that to do it. It's we we're connecting to learning. We're connecting to one another. We're connecting with friends. Like there's just, I mean, there's just connection galore happening mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a really special thing. Mm, I love that. That is, I love that explanation. Thank you for sharing that. Um, last question. Besides connecting through adventure, um, you're passionate about helping families fight pornography. And those things seem like they're completely, you know, separate from each other. They don't really seem to go together. But can you tell us um, if there's a connection and why, why there's a connection? Yeah, thanks for asking, um, because uh, a lot of times people are confused. Um, they, they'll know me because of my work um, being an advocate for families and um, for fighting pornography. And, and then they'll like, do you have a book? And I'll say, yes, it's called Adventuring Together, Creating Connections Through Adventure. And they're like, wait, we, we thought you talked about fighting porn or vice versa. They'll they'll know me through my work on talking about homeschooling and connecting through adventure. And then they'll see this whole other side of, of my work and kind of struggle. Like what, how do these come together? But, um, like I said, I think it was in our, our first episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think the world is growing more and more disconnected and, um, there's also a lot of counterfeit, um, right. offers of connecting mm -hmm. Being thrown at our children, and one of the greatest counterfeits is pornography. Mm -hmm. um, 
it, it offers this idea of intimacy and relationship and connection and um, a picture of love and all of the things that it's offering are not uh, real. They're, they're a, a lie and a dangerous lie. And so I think it's so valuable to show our kids what real life intimacy, real life relationship and connection look like so that they could identify pornography as the lie that it is. They'll be mm. able to distinguish the difference. And mm -hmm. that starts at home with us, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. showing them what real life connection looks like, building those meaningful relationships. And um, we can do that every day with our kids. We have mm -hmm. that opportunity so that we can raise a generation of kids who are stepping out into the world and can say, I reject that. I reject pornography because it's not real relationship. It's not real connection. Mm -hmm. and I don't want it. I love it. I love that. Well, uh, we're going to wrap this up. And the way that I want to do that is ask you to, if you'll leave ways um, for moms to connect with you, um, go ahead and tell us, and then we'll go ahead and also list it in the podcast notes. Awesome. Yes. The best place to find me is actually on Instagram. That's typically where I'm most active and you can look for my name, Greta Eskridge or my Instagram handle, which is Ma and Pa Modern. If you are not the Instagram type, then you can find me on my website, which is GretaEskridge.com. You can message me there. You can read um, articles on adventuring, fighting porn and um, other stuff as well. And you can find me, um, you can find me there. Like I said, just send me a message and email and I'd be happy to get back to you. And, um, those are the, the best places to find me unless you get to come hear me speak as I speak, um, around the country. And I'd love to see you face to face. Cause that's my favorite. Of course it is. It's about real life connections, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and well, I have great. info for where I speak on my website and on Instagram as well. So you can find awesome. me anywhere. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It was great to talk to you. Oh, you too. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you for this uh, conversation that we've had today, Lord. I just pray that every mom listening would be inspired and encouraged and that you would just show her what um, adventures need to look like for her family, Lord. What would be the most beneficial? What would be um, the best way for her to be connecting with her kids and, um, and just uh, creating those lasting memories? Uh, we thank you for the opportunity to uh, speak life into our kids, uh, the opportunity to walk alongside of them and show them, Lord, what real life relationships look like. Um, we just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.